0: Um, The bird flu has now been confirmed in a number of different areas in the province. Um, Confirmed Sunday. Listen to this, kid. Small flock in the county of Two Hills. Sarah's from Two Hills. So now she has to be careful of the bird flu. Uh, Also detected in Wainwright and in Lethbridge County. Uh, It was first detected last month and has continued to spread, as I said earlier. uh, According to the Canadian Food Inspection Agency, Alberta has now lost almost a million birds so far, 900,000. That was in the latest update that came out yesterday, which is up uh, from 600,000 last week. Ontario is the next hardest-hit province in the country, but less than half as many birds lost, 425,000. So uh, Alberta certainly taking the brunt of this Uh, avian flu outbreak. Uh, Let's get an update on what's happening uh, when it comes to avian flu and poultry producers in our province. Jeff Notenbomer joins us. He's a farmer and chair of the Alberta Hatching Egg Producers. Jeff, uh, we've talked before. Thanks for joining us once again. I appreciate your time.
1: Thank you, Shay. It's good to speak with you.
0: Yeah, some of the no- uh, news that we're reading about this avian flu situation, last time we spoke was middle of April, and we were concerned and worried about where it might lead. It looks like it's, it's, it's just gotten worse and worse and worse week after week, correct?
1: That is correct. It's, uh, it's continuing to spread across the province.
0: Um, when we talk about where it's been in Alberta, is it, is it north, south, east, west, everywhere in Alberta right now is dealing with this?
1: Yes, that we are dealing with it everywhere in Alberta.
0: What, um, what is the situation in terms of how quickly it's spreading and how many birds are being lost? When I say birds are lost, that's cold. What happens when a poultry producer like yourself gets avian flu into the flock? What is the outcome? What happens?
1: So when the, uh, when the farmer notices that there's um, a difference in his flock in behavior or increased mortality, we get those birds tested, and if those birds... Uh, test positive, um, then CFIA uh, gives a destruction order and uh, they come in and uh, euthanize those birds. And also, if you are in a 10-kilometer a zone of a positive farm, then there are uh, standard operating procedures that CFIA does to monitor all those farms that are uh, within that 10-kilometer zone. There's a lot of rules, there's a lot of permitting, a lot of different things that the farmers have to do.
0: And you have to be very careful about people coming on and off the farm right I mean there's all kinds of rules around that too
1: yes there's all kinds of rules about biosecurity biosecurity is what we do as farmers to uh, protect our animals from uh, outside uh, diseases or you know things like the bird flu Um, you know changing our clothes changing our boots uh, watching traffic just controlling everything feed bedding uh, anything that can uh, touch outside and also uh, come into the barn
0: um and then we're hearing and this is part of the migration patterns that happen with birds and it's uh it's coming into the province that way um how how do the fox get infected
1: you know i have questions about that too um we know the obvious ones the obvious ones are of course if you walk outside and there's there's material on the ground that you step in and then you walk in the barn. That's okay. an easy way to do it. But that's, you know, farmers are, are protecting themselves against that. So, um, you know, how is it spreading? Uh, we have a lot of concerns as farmers. How is it spreading? And we're not exactly sure. You know, they CFIA says there's not um, transmission from an infected farm, um, you know, to farms neighboring it. But um, we're very concerned.
0: Um, personally, your operation, has it been impacted by this yet?
1: No, nope, I I am not positive for avian flu.
0: And I say yet, do you anticipate that you will be, just based on how this seems to be spreading?
1: Uh, we're doing our best to keep everything uh, clean and safe. I Personally, I'm in a spot where I have no other poultry farms around me, uh, so that makes me uh, feel a little better. I do feel for my fellow producers who are in more dense areas where um, their neighbors are quite close by.
0: Jeff, uh, just getting texts from people, does this mean we're not going to have chickens and turkeys? I mean, we're we're talking about almost a million birds culled to this point. Um, I guess we don't don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what the future holds. But are we at a point where we're going to start seeing a reduction in the amount of poultry that's being produced that we'll notice on store shelves and
1: the rest? Um, As we get more positives, it gets more difficult to... uh, to keep things moving. Uh, we are supply management so uh, we work very closely together as farmers and processors to uh, fill uh, any holes and fill any gaps um, caused by um, uh, birds that are euthanized and of course there's different industries and the different industries are affected uh, differently. Of course we have turkey, eggs yeah. and meat um, but uh, you know at this time we're still working hard to um, to make sure that uh, uh, that there is no uh, supply shortages.
0: Yeah, and uh and like like you say, I mean, we don't know exactly how this virus is going to play out, so we can't make any predictions. Uh, Jeff, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us.